Welcome back to another episode of A Spirited Debate. I'm Fad Thor, and for the next hour, I will be your host and moderator. As always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Big Mac, Hoss, and The Grinch, as we have a drink, or several, and debate another tasty topic for your listening pleasure. If you like what you hear, please smash that follow button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever the hell you get your podcasts. In fact, if you don't like what you hear, do yourself a favor and smash that follow button anyway. Because let's be honest, you may not be into this week's topic, but who knows what tomorrow brings. You might just wake up and realize you suddenly have good taste. And as always, feel free to drop us a line and let us know what topics you'd like us to debate. Now, as our sound guy cues up the music, grab yourself a delicious beverage, sit back, relax, and join us for another Spirited Debate. Because no, I no, can always spin that wasn't my point. Just <laughs> <laughs> So quantum uh, physics. Look here, look here, uh, Brett Michaels. We're, in the, uh, we're just exploring my inner demons here. You wouldn't have been quite as polite when you left the internet. No. I mean, if need be, we can start a GoFundMe yeah. page for you. This is where we lack comparative knowledge, Mac. Damn, dude, three hours later. Others actually want to watch some people play. Steve reference Rick and Morty. <laughs> I will do my editing, don't you worry. That's fantastic. <laughs> Welcome back, gentlemen. How's everybody doing today? Real good. Still freaking good. Still freaking good. All right. Uh, Once again, we do not have Max, so we are pleased to invite the Gruminator back for another episode. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, your name's going to change every time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Yeah, so, you know, today I I wanted to talk. It's It's been a rough year, and obviously no more so than the fact that we're looking at COVID-19 roll into our ninth month of this shitty ass pandemic. And so I thought it would be good for us to, you know, take an episode to talk about kind of life in the middle of COVID. We've talked about sports. I mean, it's come up in a number of different elements that we've talked about over, over the course of all these episodes. Yes. I thought it would be good to just kind of set an episode aside and, and talk about where each of us are in terms of COVID because we do have some different things affecting us, uh, you know, Grinch, you retired this year, going to be looking for a new job. That's got to be tough doing it in the face of COVID. Uh, Haas, you moved overseas and then boom, COVID. Uh, so much for touring Europe on my free time. Right. So, I mean, all of us are looking at a lot of different things having to deal with. Last year, we guys, we guys, we all got together a few times this year. <laughs> yes, we did. Not at all. Uh, so, yeah, I think everybody's dealing with it in, in their own way. So I just I thought we'd take this episode just to kind of see where are we at individually in terms of dealing with this? How is it? How is it dealt? How do we feel it's being dealt with from a uh, political standpoint, you know, from the top of the federal government on down to even how our states are dealing with it? Because a number of us live in different states. Uh, live in different countries, how the countries are dealing with it, and then kind of how it's been impacting us individually and how we've kind of made do over the last nine months. But as always, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about our drinks, because where would we be without doing that? Uh, So that's where we'd be sad. That's it. So uh, Grutek, as as our guest speaker, I'm going to invite you to go first. What are we drinking today? (laughs) I'm drinking a hurricane. A hurricane. Is it a real hurricane? Uh, I, uh, on that note, um, is it a hurricane? Kanyana? The crazy thing, and you'll 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 feel part of this, is that uh, our hurricane season this year uh, here in Florida. Yes. Um, nothing. Shut <laughs> up, poor Louisiana. Taking a fucking beating. 
and yeah. the East oh. Coast and Bermuda and everything is going around us. And we're that meme where where uh, the Muppet's kind of looking backwards and just kind of doing his own thing. <laughs> yes, we have been fortunate in that regard with everything else going on this year that hurricanes have not been an issue. I'm Grinchenferter, uh, Dr. Grinchenferter. You and your Rocky Horror Picture Show. What are we uh, drinking today? Yeah, I'm drinking the Pama Martini, and and the Pama is I, I think it's an Italian drink or, or I don't it's know. Like pomegranate. Either way, it's, it's a pomegranate flavored cocktail. That's um, kind of your base for okay. the Martini. Pomegranate then, works. On, I mean, if you take it's, it's for fertility. Is that what you're working on? I mean, absolutely. I know absolutely. you've got yes, strong like bull. You've got downtime right now, so. (laughs) So, yeah, you use that, a little, you know, some vodka and then some orange liqueur, whether it's Grand Marnier or I'm using a, actually, I guess that's where I got confused. I'm using an Italian style of orange liqueur, but, uh, but either way, uh, it, it's a little more sweet than your standard martini. It's probably more like what you were doing with the orange martini. You're not plowing through a bunch of these. No, no, I didn't think so. These are sippers. Okay. All right. And it's a what? A palm martini? Pama, like P-A-M-A. Oh, Pama martini. And I think that's actually the name of the the liquor that is the the base for it. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, uh, Haas, what about you, brother? What are you drinking? A gin and it. And uh, it is, yeah, it's gin, sweet vermouth, and agnostra bitters. And and I've got a, a blood orange gin called Whitley Neal. Because uh, I'm oh. not a huge fan of of, of gins, but uh, I got to be honest, this thing, it, it's got a, it's very smooth, very smooth. But it will, really? it will, yeah. But but it will, uh, it'll put it'll put hair on your nipples. But but it's it's good, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Um, all right. And it's gin, sweet vermouth, sweet vermouth, and agnostic bitters. Yeah. Bitters. Okay. So almost like a martini. Mm-hmm. You're just not shaking it. You're not stirring it. Anything like that. So I, I shook mine because that's okay. what it called for in my in my four four uh, four ninety nine euro app. Yep. So this was in the app because I was going to ask. Was well, fuck yeah! I'm, I'm glad we did that. Well, that's amazing. Standard follow up. I'm going to blow the God bless and tires <laughs> off this app. What are you so, thinking? Captain Morgan's right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think next time you drink a drink, you should research the drink online. And then see if it's in the app. Because I assume you're going to the app for your drink. Um, yes, for the most part. I, I will sometimes when I'm like, um, for this beverage, because I had specifically blood orange gin, because I'm not a huge gin drinker. But again, I'm trying to go outside my, my comfort zones to discover new things. I did find yeah. online some blood orange gin or blood orange vodka martini recipes. Okay. That sounded amazing. So you're, you're bougieing it up. I got you. I got you. Well, I'm just trying to be like you, homie. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm saying, you like say you. you're going outside your comfort zone, but are I, you? I, it's in the know, app. My next move is I'm bedazzling my glass. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. Shit, <laughs> I'm going to be drinking actually, out of Harry Potter just, Champions Cup. No, I just, what I do is I Goblet put a handful of glitter into the drink. I want to put then my hands out a week later. Eyes. It's right. It's like a spin <laughs> on the screwdriver. So what you're Oh, stop. <laughs> it's glitter instead of cigarette. You're just going right to pour a bunch of gold schlager in a cup and drink that straight? That's what you're going to do? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I want the party to continue long after the drink. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to put that recipe on my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> 
for everyone <laughs> because it was the worst possible decision. Why we did it makes no, life. no sense. Yeah. Yet the best all at the <laughs> and, same time. And yet it's um, lasted. Like it's it what we remember. It has stood the story. test of time. All right. So I guess it's to me. I, I was going with something simple. One I have not done, which I guess surprisingly enough, I have not done on this show before. But I just went with an old fashioned. But I bought since I can't afford a $2,000 bottle of Pappy Van Winkles, I did buy Pappy's old fashioned mixer. And so I just made an old fashioned with Pappy's old fashioned. And it's basically, they make a proprietary old fashioned mix, stick it in a Pappy's barrel and then bottle that shit and sell it. So my wife got it for me. And so I basically just made an old fashioned with that. Sounds delicious. A little bitters. It actually is. It is their, their old fashioned mix is actually sweet. I mean, it's pretty sweet. You could actually pour it on pancakes and just fucking eat it. But it's actually pretty good. I'm using Buffalo Trace. I figured I'd stick with a theme. Pappy's comes from the distillery. I'd stick with Buffalo Trace. So that's what I'm doing. So I'm just having an old-fashioned – like I said, I was surprised myself. I'm like, I have not made one on the show. I will go ahead and fucking make one. And on that note, let's jump into our topic. Uh, So I I touched on it briefly today. We're going to talk about the year that was COVID-19. I blow. The breath of God on you. COVID-19. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's you know. And, and it's funny. We talk about what a fucked up year, right? This is a mm-hmm. fucked up year. You sent out that, that even that text with the yeah, lightning I mean, bolt. They, they yeah. keep delaying Cyberpunk 2077. Could this year get any worse? Yes. You know why? Because it's going to roll into next year and this shit's not going to be over. We talk about this being a fucked up year. I got bad news. Guess what? Yeah, Cyberpunk next year's, 2077 is a different conversation. Next year is going to be, be next year is going to be a fucked up year too, because there ain't no end in sight right now. Well, it, and I think, you know, as, I, as I'm prone to say, zooming out for a second, I think it was March when we were all like, what is this really going to be about? Right. Yeah, and we've gone through different just convulsions, I'll I'll call them, because they weren't even controlled. They were really societal reactions to not – like we're humans. We don't like being bottled up. Right. Uh, And I get it. I mean, there's a – we've talked about this. There's a reason, you know, solitary confinement is deemed unhealthy for the human mind. Cruel and unusual punishment. So, you know, as we talked about with with all the sports, everything – all the industries initially just kind of held their breath and said, let's see, right. to include societies. And then, you know, running with the analogy, you can only hold your breath so long. And then everybody, all of us were like, oh, shit. Okay. Right. So weeks turned into months. We stalled the economy as long as we could to mitigate, went into right. lockdown, quarantine. And it was kind of weird, you know, like I think most would agree, like the roads were like I heard somebody, uh, I can't remember how long ago it was. Um, this was before I, I, I retired. Right? So maybe, um, you know, back in like June. And somebody was telling me like they drove through downtown New York and it was the weirdest experience they'd ever had. Almost you know, like ghost town. Yeah, it reminded them kind of like of like almost like 9-11 or the power outage or something in between. Because you could just drive through like Times Square with no problem. And I think everybody was willing to pay that price or a perceived outcome, and then that outcome never really came. And then we got into the fuck it mode because we got tired we got, of being stuck yeah. indoors. And you know, politics 
started to infiltrate as it always does on right. your perception of is it a problem? Is it not? You can't let the cure be worse than you know the, the disease. You say the fuck it mode, but let me ask: has every, has anybody here actually said fuck it and like just thrown their hands up and kind of gone full back to where they were before? Shit, no. But how can no. you? Shit, no. Yeah. Well, they won't let you. You say that, but some people have. Some people have literally said fuck it and have legitimately have. gone back to the way things were. And I, has I anybody think, here done that? No, but I think no. Dr. Grinchenferter was, I think it was in mass, most people began, I think that maybe that's what you were saying is most people began to believe, fuck it. Yes, we didn't. Yeah, I'm just curious. Yeah. It was more, I'm curious, has anybody here done that? Uh, well, uh, no, but not to call or you out, but you members? guys, no, but you went, you went on a vacation to Greece. Well, yeah, yeah, but things here were different because- I agree. We, we legitimately locked down for eight weeks, like legit, don't go anywhere, and this was everybody as a whole. Right. Oz um, has a different perspective because of where he lives right now, and I know that some of the other areas around there, like Italy, just freaking, <laughs> oh, man. Like, right. they, they were doing nothing, and then they did everything. Right. Well, they, and, here, and here's, here's the irony of that. So they did nothing, and it was a shit show. Then they did everything, and everything was fine. And now we were supposed to go to Italy for three weeks. So we had to cancel that because they're at like 20,000, 25,000 new cases a day. And they are on full shutdown again, along right. with Germany, along with Spain. Um, Italy or, or the UK just announced today that they're going on full lockdown again. Right. I mean, all of Europe. All, I mean, Eastern Europe is its own fucking shit show, okay? You can't believe anything they say. You can't believe their numbers. But if you know anybody from any of the Eastern European countries, which we have been fortunate enough to meet certain people, they'll tell you being tapped into those societies, it's a, it, it's a dumpster fire inside of a shit show. So I was Europe unlocked because in the summer because for the most part, things got under control here. Um, it wasn't like a situation there where it was like never not under control. Like the U.S. has just continually skyrocketed off the map and stayed number one in every horrible category in this uh, pandemic. No, sir. Um, we are under control. I've, I've watched the news telecasts. I have heard it. Tucker Carlson says we are under control. That's right. We beat it. We beat it. That's right. It's over here. Oh. Country's open. You're right. You're right. Yes, my wife <laughs> did take off and go to Greece on vacation because Greece did a really good job. So we went down there. But interestingly enough, because everybody knew that, everybody saw that, everybody went there. Greece then like became you know a grease fire. Another you know? hotbed, right? See what I did there? Uh, it, yeah, you did. Yeah, and it, if I can toss it's in a few teams, you know, I've mentioned before, which is the the human pain threshold. You know, like. We achieved it with the number of people in the ERs getting overwhelmed, which is what led to a, a, whether you agreed with it or, didn't, or liked it or didn't like it, the lockdowns that occurred. Then humans got really tired of being bottled up, and we perceived it was kind of like a flu environment of where summer would be down. Let's interact nor, you know, normally, right. if you will, even though like the new norm is kind of weird. You know, like you see pockets of places that don't care, yet you go into some restaurants, you can only do takeout. You know, like it, it, it's... It, it is definitely in the social conscience now. And now we're in a new place where the numbers are going up, but we have no clear answer on a vaccine and we have no real answers on... On a timeline of any kind. Right. And, and so I think we're entering a new phase of uncertainty of, so, so again, what does this mean? And then the danger is the economy's been been stringing, you know, strung along for so long. Like, can it... I mean, I you know, I, I heard, uh, like, Barber... For example, you know, he said to me, he's like, 
a lot of my customers already are going far, you know, weeks in between haircuts, whereas I used to see him every week. You know, he's like, if, if we go into lockdown again, he's like, we, we won't be able to sustain. We just can't, especially absent a stimulus plan that actually helps like restaurants, smaller businesses, not like the fucking PPP mess that went out the first time, you know, that made no sense. Well, if we go, if we, you know, do a quick shot of March and we go, okay, March, this obviously had the wider conversation of impacting America. Yes. Maybe they knew about it earlier. I don't care about that. In March, like my business went to working fully from home on March 12th. And they said, for now on, we're working from home until further notice. What was it? 15 days to flatten the curve. That was in March. Mike Pence, every goddamn day, he was in front of the news, him and Trump. Here's our plan. 15 days to flatten the curve. And I think people thought 15 days to flatten the curve meant there was only going to be a short run of this. I don't think people initially understood flattening the curve didn't mean it shortened the life of the issue. It meant it reduced the number of cases right now so that hospitals wouldn't be overrun, but it just extended the length of time. Because, and that was just poor communication. Right. Cases that, were that, still going to occur down the road. Which is a huge fault of this administration. Yeah, it, so, so two points on that. One, I saw there was a, a – uh, I want to say it was a Senate subcommittee that did a, an investigation and report and said that, that the, the Trump administration handling of this is one of the biggest and hugest disasters of any administration ever on a public handling of a situation. And I forgot my second point, so go Grinch. Well, I mean, just, just piling on drink. that, I mean, it, it, this is an example of when you have no, no leadership with a plan. We have 50 states. They all took 50 different approaches. And we're, people can – People move, they can fly, they can drive, they can interact. And that just doesn't work. It right. just doesn't work. Short of being like a Taiwan, which I think is the success story as I understand it, both because they're an island and because of the steps they took. But absent a plan, it runs its natural course. And I think back to the curve, you know, the problem with that philosophy is I understand, you know, okay, according to Bob Woodward's book and the interviews and the tapes, the government knew how, the U.S. government knew how bad it was going to be starting in February. And I think just through sheer belief thought it can't be that bad. And then it got that bad. Now the problem is there, you don't, there is no herd immunity. It doesn't exist despite the belief Agreed. that it's it doesn't Very exist. Agreed. And there is no scientific proof that you gain antibodies after having it that makes you immune to it and follow up. Right. But when you Sorry. die, you, you gain those antibodies. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to die? <laughs> yes. Oh, 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 the irony. <laughs> you don't oh, have thanks. it anymore. So I, I, this is a phrase I've used, which is we used to say when we were combating terrorism, we have to be right all the time. They only have to be right once. Right. It's the same with the virus. It only has to be right once. It's on one surface. It's on something, whatever. It catches the wrong person. Boom. Four, five, six people get it. And if you're asymptomatic, you don't know how long you've transmitted. Right. You don't know. You don't you're even right. know you've I, had I, it. I read, I read an article from a sportscaster who went, who's an old, uh, older gentleman. He's out of L.A. Uh, he's a nationwide sportscaster. And he went out one time without his mask to meet some people in the summer and caught it. And he, swore, he swears to this day, being a staunch Catholic, that he was going to die. He remembers, and he writes in his article, he remembers being in bed, praying to God, saying, just please end it. This is the worst thing I've ever experienced. It's horrible. And then, of course, he survives. And then he writes this, you know, th th this article, uh, this treatise, if you will, on, you know, his, his endeavors of this and, and lays out that, just one mistake. 
Just one, he, he said he was on lockdown, he was divorced, his kids were grown, he was isolated, he behaved himself. One time, one time he slipped up and that's all it took. Yeah, that's it. Done. I mean, just using my own, my own story a little bit to illustrate, you know, what I assume many others are experiencing is, you know, I mean, I retired um, and, and I don't regret the decision. I mean, it was all the professional reasons of why I decided to retire. Um, we're going to ignore those for now and just say when I had to, you know, you got to declare in the military a fair amount out, especially if you want to actually plan your, you know, correct your departure uh, from something you've been doing for 20 plus years. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and so, you didn't know COVID was coming. Right. Well, and like everybody else, I took it at face value and just right. said, I acknowledge it exists. I don't entirely know what to expect from what it. the ramifications I'll, are. I knew from my work, and I think we, you know, we can all, uh, we, we've, we've mentioned this, and we can all, we, we all can relate to the telework started, different protocols were established. I mean, even in my own job, you know, we went to whatever percent manning, some essential manning, like we went through all the different machinations of that. Um, so it wasn't that I, you know, didn't embrace mentally what, that, what those changes were in terms of a practical sense of work. What I underestimated was how it decimated entire facets of the industry. I mean, the, the really interesting thing to me is I'll just take, for example, like, you know, it, it, I've been joking about it as a dream job, but it's not a joke. I mean, it, 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 there's some truth to it of like working at Disney, someplace like that. If you were to go right now to Disney's career page, there's like nothing. Nothing. That is correct. <laughs> they just laid there's, up the fireworks. Yeah, workers. yeah. There's nothing, and like there isn't a. Oh, I, I guess I'd be willing to do that. No, there's literally nothing. Yep. Right. And if you go to like airline industries, you know, even Boeing has talked about, you know, for aircraft production, the demand is so far down that they're talking about laying off seven thousand people. So, I I underestimated kind of what I thought I might end up going into, being cut so hard to the point where like again like a delta airlines american air any of those you go to there's nothing there's literally just, nothing on their career page grinchy horror to add to that uh yesterday or a day before um northrop grumman just laid off a whole division of their company uh, and sold it off um somebody else bought it but and but yeah i work in a, Got a good deal on it yeah, yeah i work in an industry that it happens and i had no idea it was you know, I, I, I'm trying to get people hired. I've got people, friends out of work, and it is uh, to the point where that's it's very scary, and it adds on to what you were saying, cringy horror. Yeah, I mean, I got a daughter in that boat. She's like, I hope to have a job by April. Yeah, and if you don't, don't, don't get into that frame of mind like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Because it's an entirely different landscape now, you know, so. Exactly, and, and, and all those people are flooding to other areas. And the, right. and the interesting thing is, it, it's not that there isn't any growth. I mean, your Walmarts, your Amazons, all your, like your DoorDash, like all these companies are seeing growth. It's the whole, who moved my cheese? It, 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 right. It's a bit of, but are they the jobs that offer the same amount of income as before? You know, or are you now competing against seven people that have just as many skills that, that as you had, whereas before you might've been in high demand. I mean, it is now a hiring market because there's so much talent that's out there. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, so from a personal perspective, there's that. And then if I'm, if I just tie in a couple of other themes from our other podcast, you know, I am fortunate that I'm not wanting for healthcare right now because I am a retiree. Right. A lot of these people are now suddenly in a position where they, they don't have any benefits. They don't have any retirement. When we talked about savings, God forbid something tragic happens and they start having to pay out of pocket. You know, I guess going to the more personal approach to COVID, like when March happened, thankfully we were, my wife and I were gainfully employed. Both of our jobs were like, you're going to work from home. That transition was super simple, you know, and it was, you know, you take your shit home and you just work from home, you remote in, that's fine. And it was, it's March, we're going to look at, and, and even the government did it, this will be over by Easter. So my company was like, you know, by the time we get to Easter, we'll be back in the office. Then Easter rolled along and it was like, okay, we're looking at, you know, June 1st. And then June 1st came and went and they're like, we're looking at, you know, August 1st. And it's like the date kept getting pushed. And now we're at January 4th before they're even examining, should we come back? Same uh, here. Yep. And my job allows me to work remotely. There's nothing about my job that that I can't do remotely. And I've even asked, can I just do this full time? And they've told me yes. And it's like, perfect. But there still is this sense of what is the new normal? I I was talking to my wife about this this morning. I'm like, when in the fuck am I going to get to hang out with my friends? Grinch, you sent out that text sitting in front of the fire pit with the moon. And I'm like, dude, I'd love to be hanging out, having a cigar, drinking a drink. And it's like... (laughs) When is when am I going to be able to hang out? We've talked about getting together. Mac and I have talked about getting together, but it's like, look, that just doesn't make good sense right now. And I'm like, when does this end? But no, like you said, Grinch, there's no timeline. And so you're going, fuck this new norm. Yes, you do. I think you do get to that point where you're like, I'm tired of being isolated. I want to get out and do something. My wife and I have not gone out to eat since, Mar- uh, I'm sorry, February 23rd my youngest daughter's birthday. She turned 21. We took her out to eat, have not been out of the house to eat since February 23rd. Now I I know Haas, you have, you've talked about going out because your country did things a little differently and you were able to do that. Grutech, based on what you said, you have obviously been able to go out. Uh, Grinch, I'm assuming you have uh, at some point maybe gone out to eat. I don't know. We have. Yeah. I have not, I have not gone out to eat. And it's like, at some point you're like, fuck, I just want to get out of this house. I'm tired of it. I want to hang out with the people that I care about. I want to be able to get together and do shit. And let me, let me add on that. We were, we were going out to eat a lot more over the summer during central Florida's and our governor's half open, but now they just, op- he just opened the floodgates. So yeah, we're, <laughs> we're not, uh, we're not, yeah, we want to go to, Sonny's barbecue or rock and brews or a couple other local areas around here. But uh, it, everybody's kind of, unless you have some plexiglass put up, uh, right. we're, we're, I'm not bringing the kids out. And, we should all get together and go to downtown Disney, <laughs> um, <laughs> which I did. And th- over the summer, it is uh, strict. Uh, you can't have any face mask with a valve. You have to have full, just cloth. Right. Uh, they will, they, and the security there is pretty tight. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's, I'd rather go there than Disney world right now. <laughs> to yeah. tell you the truth. Haas, what were you going to say, brother? Yeah, we've gone out to eat, but it's, it's different here because li- living in a major metropolitan European city, most people travel via uh, public transportation it, 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 from, from day one of how they've handled this. 
they've never wavered on masks have always been required on public transportation. Social distancing has always been required on social distancing. Or, or I mean, uh, social distancing has always been required on public transportation. Um, most people in, in restaurants and in dining, masks have never wavered. Social distancing has never wavered. That's part of what's kept things down here. That's never stopped. And so that's allowed us to do those things. Um, we've noticed that in the last several months, um, especially amongst younger demographics, they've become a little more cavalier and brazen about how they follow those things. Um, so th that makes us, for example, the number one Italian restaurant, actually the number one and two Italian restaurants in this city, which is saying something because our proximity to Italy means we get really good Italian food, are both within walking distance of our flat. One is probably about 100 yards. The other one's probably about 200 yards. The number one place is 200 yards. We walked in there today and our cooks were not wearing any kind of mask or protective gear. We walked the fuck out. <laughs> so you just turn oh, no. We're not eating here. We're not eating here. <laughs> nope. you, you, you can suck a bag of dicks. Not happening. Um, so it's one of those things where – fucking common sense, right? I mean we're old enough to know fucking better. In fact, most people are old enough to know fucking better. And and just stop and pop. Yes, selfishly, I, okay, we all know I'm a big dude. And when it's time to fucking eat, it's time to fucking eat. And if I don't, I'm fucking hangry. And my wife, who is with us, and we're out shopping, getting ready for this. We're, we're, we're kind of loading up and bearing down for this next lockdown. Because they say eight weeks, but I remember four weeks, but they said four weeks last time and they've been in eight. So we're kind of buying supplies and hunkering down. And I was hangry as fuck, and she's like, we've got to eat. And that was the first of five restaurants it, it took us to get where we wanted to go eat. Because every time we got to a new place where there was another thing that was askew that we were not fans of, so we moved on. So and, I'm and, curious, in Austria, do you guys have like a, like an Instacart for shopping, or do you have to go to the store? Okay, so there is a, a one place that will deliver to us. But there's a couple things you have to take into account. One, they, they surcharge you out the ass because they know they've got, they've got you right. Supply right. and demand. They they, right. they they know they got they kind of got you bent over a little bit. So usually we only get the heavy items we don't want to fucking carry because we're old and tired. Right. Um, so usually, beverages, bulky items um, like toilet paper and paper towel, we'll we'll get that kind of stuff or maybe even canned vegetables. If we want to go that route, we'll have that stuff delivered to us. But for the most part, no, we have to go out and we have to get groceries. Um, and, and it's not in the conventional sense that we're accustomed to in the U.S. where you take your vehicle, right, or you order and someone drives a big freaking van up and right. they just dump the fucking dump truck with the freaking food into your driveway. Yeah, you don't have a car, so everything you're doing is by hand. First time in what thirty something years I haven't had my own vehicle has been right. very odd. That but, but is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is, and it's been great for my health. I mean, it's been great for my walking and getting out mm -hmm. and moving and stuff. And and honestly, we're very fortunate. We're very, very we we've talked about this a, a lot, uh, Mrs. Haas and I. That um, we're both gainfully employed. We're both relatively healthy. And we're living in a great city that has a lot of great amenities. Like the public transportation here is amazing. The crime is low. The government takes care of people. You know, people here don't, I mean, sure they stress because everyone stresses, but if you're into the system and you've paid into the system, if you're unemployed, I mean, seriously, dude, they pay you for like a year or two on average to find another job. 
if you're paid in the system for healthcare, if you lose your job, you have healthcare. So if you're in public housing, which I want to say it's something like 70% of the housing in this city is owned by the government. So, you know, most people live in public housing, but, but it's nice and it's affordable. So most people don't stress over, you know, how they're going to get their food or how they're going to seek their shelter. If you cover those basic needs, you, you don't have a lot of this, guttural or or animalistic turmoil that you can get otherwise and so we're we feel fortunate that we're we're we're, we are at we're at where we're at because but the the flip side of the coin is is i can't see you guys i can't come visit with you guys i can't come home the first time in my entire life that i will not spend the holiday with my large loving family my birthday thanksgiving christmas i mean I'm no, that's all good. That I'm, I'm, we will wait for that day and make it happen, like we did sucks. last year. We talked about yeah, right. We talked about uh, three weeks in Italy that was going to kind of help, and then we had to scratch that. We talked about a couple weeks in Corfu and Athens and Greece where, that we've had to scratch that. So now it's I'm literally going to spend you know part of or a majority of the holidays in lockdown without family. Well, you just, and I talked. Wife and I. Yeah, you and I talked about this briefly. Was you moved over there going, I'm going to be traveling fucking Europe right. and experiencing from, all this shit. One extreme to the other. Right. And you have not been able to do that. Thank you, 2020. Yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's hard to bitch and moan and whine when you're living in a great European city. And I've gotten to do more than most. And I'm fortunate and I'm blessed. And I know that because both my wife and I are still employed. We're not having to worry about our, our, our immediate or future incomes and so on and so forth. But you're right. When you sell everything and or truncate or downsize everything and kind of purge your life and move 5,000 miles away for this great adventure, and then you get there and they're like, I had just kidding. Nah, why don't you why don't you go over there and sit on that fucking bench and wait and we'll let you know when you can go. It's it's not easy. It's not ideal. Um, fortunately, video games and uh, Apple TV, you know, they, they, they fill in holes, gaps, and cracks. And Zoom and hanging out And hanging out with you guys every week. I mean, yeah. that, that helps a lot. But, yeah. But, yeah, not, not ideal. Well, it's like I said, since February 23rd, we haven't been out to eat. We have not left the house to buy groceries since early March. I mean, I have bought all my groceries online. I have them delivered or, you know, pick them up, but I have not set foot in a grocery store since March. Grutech, have you set foot in a grocery store? Yes. Uh, actually today I had to go pick up some, uh, staples and, uh, you're comfortable doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Because, uh, I went to Publix and wore my mask. Actually, I'll show it to you right now. Do people, do you find most people are wearing masks when you go out? Yes. Okay, I hate you already. (laughs) (laughs) I sport the Georgia mask and um, I went in there. We'll not be inviting Uh, you back. I I know for a fact that I will sidestep people if I hear coughing. And there, this motherfucker like, got the Rona. Oh, I will put up his karate chop, kung fu, tui uh, hands, and uh, go my route. Um, and I don't, I don't dilly dally and hang out and sample anything. It's go in, picked up some things, went home. When I got home, I have a, uh, all of us have a regimen of washing hands, face, anything that you know, elbow, my, maybe my shoulder bumped into something. Yeah, we're going to use the hand sanitizer, and uh, I have no issue with it. Okay. Uh, Grinch, what about you? You go out and grocery shop and stuff yeah. like that? 
You yeah, and, and, and I think uh, without question, there are people in this area who are politics have colored how they perceive the problem. The, the local economy here is kind of interesting because it feels normal in many respects. Like nothing's like, going on out there in the wide world? Well, no, like, like every point of sale has plexiglass up. Everybody that works in the service industry wears a mask. Um, yeah, likewise, if, if we do come across a place that's ambivalent about it, it's like, mm, I'm not going to go there. You know, I'm going to vote with my feet like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say rapid fire and a couple things is the, the idea of working remote. Like, have we finally shattered that perception? You know, I want to say yes, because good God, everybody's like, oh, I just won't work. Won't, well, okay, well, I had to fucking work. <laughs> uh, let me let me let me add one thing about working remote i never thought i could um my job that wasn't even an option when i first started with what i do and it was forced and i know that now that i can because i have taken over my entire kitchen table or at least half of it with two monitors and my work laptop and there have been some discussions about this and but as far as work is is required work that I have to do, I can do it from home, yeah. which I didn't realize. <laughs> right, oh, but my. we all know the reticence that companies had before. Yes, which was Absolutely. oh, production will go down and blah blah blah. And it's we, like, no, it's high. We can't control employees <laughs> yeah. because they're not under yeah. our thumb. Right. And, and, and you're right. No, Grinch, you bring up a great point. It, it, so the company that I work for is actually still in the U.S., and they were very fortunate that they actually due to exigent circumstances had downsized our in office and started to make corporate people uh, work remotely at the end of last year. And so by the time all this shit hit, they, we were in a prime position and everyone set up to work remotely. So we were very fortunate that way. And the thing that we've learned is that it's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's. And I think most industries have learned that, that it's perfectly fine. I worry though, because at the onset of us doing this, there were various conversations, and it all stems around social uh, social activities. People meeting and going to lunches. People meeting around a water cooler and discussing last night's episode of The Last of Us. You know, I mean, what, what would, dis, the discussing the whatever uh, sport major sporting event has occurred over the weekend. Those kinds of things are missing. How do we replace those? Because going back to the what is the new normal, Thor? I mean, this is the new normal us not being able to hang out in person on a patio drinking beers and cooking out uh not being able to go into an office space because people aren't doing it i mean my wife works for uh, a major international bank and it's a ghost town they have multiple buildings throughout this city and they're complete ghost towns um and so that's where we're at i'm thinking about us all hanging out and and letting grutech grill for us all because i think that's what happened last time when i when i when i I said Um, that i started drooling thinking about it i need i need to extrapolate (laughs) on that and uh i actually have to drop because i do need to go grill some poultry right now and uh so i'm gonna segue out um and i want to thank you uh fat thor and grinchy whore and haas for hosting me thank you for Uh, being here brother i would like to uh uh, do this again, definitely. So um, just let me know. All right, All right brother. Just, Take care of yourself, yeah. man. Thank and you, I buddy. Don't, I don't want to drag you out. I just will say, I mean, that's an example of just adapting to the situation. You know, we all want things to go back to normal. I mean, the example of coming home for Thanksgiving, Christmas, you say, I, I, you didn't say this, so I don't want to put words in your mouth, but, you know, my belief is, okay, if you thought it was one year, it is what it is. We'll get through it. It's not the end of the world. Right. Well, now, if I, it I, were... I, who knows, and we're talking years, 
It's a different calculation. Not not any easier. It's just a different calculation as a human of like I want this to happen. What am I willing to risk? It's, well, it's kind of one of those. It's kind of one of those six and one half dozen the other because you know the wife was over here a year before I was, and the thing that we've been most thankful about is that we were able to sell the house and I was able to join her because you might recall our house sold a few days before Christmas, and yeah. so had it not done that, they told us it was going to be spring before we should really be back in the market to sell, and that's when what happened? COVID. COVID. So more than likely, we would have been at least two or three years apart from each other. Right. Now, I know, Grinch, of anybody, I know you know what that's like and, and, the, and the toll that takes on, you know, a relationship and especially an intimate relationship. Um, and so we're thankful that's not our situation. But you said the other- say, just on that comparison, almost every time I knew when I was coming home, yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? All- like it's a little different in that I at least knew, I mean, a year is a long time, but still. And, you know, I don't know about you, Grinch, but, but Thor and I were talking about this the other day. The unique thing about the four of us and what we've talked about is we're kind of in the later, sta- later stage of our family-type situations where we're now thinking to what's the next evolution? Right. Kids are, are pushing on, yeah. going to college, right. Which on. is the nice thing about having, you know, Gru and uh, Vanguard on is that they're in a, a very different situation where they're having to think about things in a much different perspective yeah. or angle than we are. And, and it's interesting because we now all have all this free time that we didn't have before. And what the fuck are we going to do with it? And we have these now illusions of grandeur of what we're going to do with it. And it's clearly not going to come to fruition <laughs> we can't do anytime anything. in the immediate future. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, am I disappointed of course, but you know, certainly the retirement was supposed to be the catalyst to get us back together. COVID <laughs> shit all over that. You know, there's no travel, there's no nothing, you know, <sighs> and, and don't get me wrong. We consciously postpone things because we want it in a better place to do it the way we want to do it. So we right. acknowledge we made a choice, but at the same time, it just, it, it just, it just continues to go in the bucket, you know, like right. things you keep throwing in there like that. And, and I mean, you know, back to the point with kids and, you know, your daughter getting ready to enter the, the job market. I mean, yeah. we had, I, I know Mac isn't here this, this week because he's doing a visit. I mean, our grand plans of visiting numerous colleges and so forth is like, Hey, uh, online research. Yeah. <laughs> we've been to what we've been to. Right. He just got lucky that that the college was open this weekend and they they were doing now they're obviously much smaller tours. They're not bringing a bunch of people through. So he scheduled it and it was like going, being safe, going to tour the school. And, you know, but it's one of those things where it's like even that she's applied to schools. They wanted to tour and they're just not options because the schools are not opening for tours. So. I mean, you got to make do. Interesting because they'll open for bringing their students on campus and right. spreading the Rona. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, the girls like all their big dance events canceled. SAT is now done online. Like it, it, they're just dealing with change. And we thought the seniors from last year were the ones that were kind of getting screwed over, but it's actually this the juniors that came into seniors this, this year. year. And, and it's going to be probably this for another year. So it's yeah. probably. The sophomores who got it the worst because they're screwed as juniors and probably going to be screwed as seniors yeah. and could potentially be screwed as uh, college freshmen. Freshmen, right? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, it's definitely been an eye-opening look at what the world has come to in 2020. What's 2021 going to look like? I said this at the outset. I don't think it's going to be any better. We're going to say it's fuck be a lot 2020. Of the same. Yeah, it's fuck 2021. It's, I think that's going to kind of echo into, into the next year because I don't see things changing. You know, and it, and it is. You, you know, sucks. here's the thing. In this summer, when I saw the numbers dip all across Europe, I had hope. I had a lot of hope. I mean, you know, look. Yeah, but you're a South Carolina fan. That comes with a tail. Yeah, well, touche, sir. Too motherfucking shit. That four-letter word you can't get away from. Too motherfucking shit. You're right. You're right. I I have a long line, a long history of being classically conditioned and having hope. But 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 this was educated hope because I saw the numbers dip. I pay. Look, I don't know. Mrs. Hoss gets on to me about this and kind of has to pull me away from it. But I, I have a I have a. I'm pretty stringent about how I look at review. I'm constantly reading articles. I'm constantly looking at different news sources. I'm I'm doing my due diligence on this stuff. And I did that this summer and I had a lot of hope when the numbers dipped. And then like everybody just got stupid again, like right out the fucking gate. Everyone got dumb again. They, they, they knew this thing was still there. It, it was kind of like you guys were joking about earlier. Like you go into a restaurant to eat or you go into a bar to drink and just like Corona just isn't there. Like it's a safe zone. And, and, and that's what happened. Like, it really pissed the wife and I off when we went to Greece and Bass. We, we, you have to ride this ferry from Athens to the different islands. And they were, they were very, they, very clear on their instructions of you had to wear a mask at all times, kids included. You had to maintain social distancing. The wife and I purposely bought first class thinking that, you know, these people were more educated, would probably adhere to this more. We found out not to ironically be the opposite. These people felt entitled not to do this shit. And I was having to have conversations with people and confront people about, hey, if you can't maintain what you're supposed to do, you can go to somewhere else on this fucking boat. Because if you don't, you won't be on this boat because I'll throw your ass off the boat. And I, w- I will deal with those consequences, but you're not going to mess with and possibly kill me and my wife because you can't follow basic, simple instructions that a fucking five-year-old could do. And yet here we are. We're, we're right back where we were all those months ago where, you know, we don't have to be. Right. And it's, it's the same principle we talked about, which is, you know, doing your part for the team. In essence, I mean, if it's just put simply, it is, I'm not being asked to do a lot, honestly. It's wear this stupid thing, you know, stay, stay a little distant. (laughs) It's not that hard. But of all the things that have been asked of humans over time with like, (laughs) you're so right. I I really could agree with you more. I don't, and it's one of the things I struggle with the most is that this, this is okay. When the wife and I are out walking around the city, I am constantly amazed at how many people are wearing masks here. Like we, we go to a, every Saturday we go to a public outdoor market. That's a very popular market here. And I was very happy today when we went there to get some stuff that every single person was not only wearing a mask, but properly wearing a mask. Cause I tell you, yeah, I've, had, I've had to learn how to say mouth and nose in German because I, I will say shit. Because here, they're a more reserved culture here. They don't necessarily call people out. Um, oh, you don't so, have that issue. But no, I don't. As an American, I don't. And in fact, you know, the wife is kind of like, hey, you know, you simmer down. I'm like, nah, this is life or death. I'm not simmering down. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Um, but everyone was wearing a mask and properly wearing a mask outdoors, which, you know, most people outdoors think is not necessary. Yeah. So I, I hope, I guess, still get pockets of hope. 
but the whole thing of like, you know, we were fucking squared away in this part of the world this summer, right. and we just somehow managed to shit to the fuck, fuck it up. Head. Well, don't oh, feel bad. We've been fucking it up since March over here, so at least yeah. you've got a few months that you. I'm had. sorry, fellas, because I would love to be able to come home and see you guys and yeah. hang out and have some beverages and yeah. play some cards because. I mean, we're, somebody still has some hearts. We're 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 screwing it up for basic human reasons and because of politics. Yes. I mean, I, I still to this day can't can't comprehend how politics is what drives people's perception of this thing. And and look, I, I mean, and and the thing is, if we were in a neutral political world, I'd I'd be like, look, I get it, I get it. You want to be normal. Like it's a constant reminder that this thing that might kill you is out there. I get it. Right. He likes that. But at the same time, like we're, we're close to normal. Like I can go to the Walmart, you know, like there's hand sanitizer. I wipe down the car, you know, I've got my mask on. They you can't travel 600 miles to hang out with you. Yeah. Right. Like there's some things we're not doing, but there's a lot of things you're still able to do. I mean, yeah, the termite exactly. guy is still coming, you know, yard work still happening. Like there's a lot of the industry that is still going. Just hunker down have some common sense, get through the day. Eventually we'll get through this. I mean, yeah, but you know, but it we comes say down to that. impatience and selflessness, right? Like that's what it comes down to a, a lack of individual personal discipline. But we say, Oh, just hunker down and just write it out. Is it going to end? Do we know uh, it's going to end? Yeah. That, that's what I was going to say okay. is if, if we were to ask the next forward thinking question, which gets back to what we talked about all the way back in our, our, one of our first episodes was sport, which as we've seen, even despite, tremendous attempts at protection there's still issues wasn't there today you know coaches are getting it major sports are still being affected by it whole training camps are being closed you know the big question would be okay so let's just pretend it doesn't what it how does the world change and what if corona 2.0 come and 3.0 because it will shift it will change and we'll have a whole nother round of this shit i agree it was the kung flu virus the first time and it's the jujitsu virus next time. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. It's the karate yes. virus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, karate. Well, you know what? Thank you, gentlemen, for giving me a little insight into kind of your personal struggle with this issue. I thought it bared some discussion about kind of individually where are we in terms of how we deal with this on a day-to-day basis? How does it affect us? And and is this the new norm? Is this the new norm moving forward i don't know i'm I'm praying it's not because again i would love to get together with you guys but you know we don't know what tomorrow brings and we will see what happens so uh thank you and i appreciate you all being here absolutely all right thank you as we wrap things up here we invite all of our listeners to join in the debate by hitting up our website at aspirateddebate.com for all the latest news drink recipes and more feel free to follow us on instagram social media at a spirited debate or on Twitter at spirited debates. As always, please feel free to drop us a line at spiriteddebates at gmail.com. You can send in topics you'd like us to debate, drink recipes you'd like us to try, or just give us some general feedback to help us make the show better. And please, please do not forget to smash that follow button. Download our new debates each and every week. Until next time, from all of us here at a spirited debate, we'd like to say, Empire. Quiet. <laughs> Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs>